Welcome back to the Party Pooper Podcast. I feel like Party Pooper Podcast is about Alethea trying to open my eyes to the paranormal things, the, the things that cannot be touched in the world, like the no. unseen things helping. I would say it's more about me trying to get you off track of what you're talk- talking about and also forgetting what I was trying to talk about <laughs> in the process. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So welcome back. A lot of, a lot of nothing. Maybe a dash of something. This is episode 15. Um, we're recording this in earlier September, but it's going to be released on September 25. So we might, at this rate, we might have to make a bonus episode in the middle or something. But you won't even, you guys will already have the bonus episode by the time you even hear this. So this is like podcastception. And this, that's Phil talking in his own voice. Yeah. And this is me, Alethea, talking in my own voice, saying my own name in my own voice. If this is the first episode you're hearing, you have to go back to episode 14, because that's a joke from episode 14. So very funny. It's good. Uh, prepare your ASMR ears. ASMR time. Well, that, was, that was interesting. That was weird at the beginning, eh? Yeah, I didn't, was like I didn't a crack it super fast. Um, the, this is a Philips Brewing uh, Brewing Company Electric Unicorn, which is a white IPA, and I've heard it's good. And Alicia yeah, has one bad. as well. I was just looking at the side of the can. I was trying to figure out what it is because if I was looking at yours from here. It looks like submarines or like burritos or something. And I was uh, like, why are there burritos on the side of the can? Although burritos or submarines do go really good with beer. Oh. They're just um, little meters to show you what type of beer it is. So this one is a light beer. The malt level is low and the hops level is medium. But yeah, I got this in a mix pack and a Phillips beers and they're all kind of like Really loud colored, neon colored, you know, styled and eighty rock ballad. <laughs> yeah, definitely Can. like that that type of thing. Think uh like if Twisted Sister was gonna have uh, a can. Yeah, like this would be the Twisted Little Sisters can because it has unicorn, just kinda like I think the tw- little sister thing. I think Twisted Sister would be cool into unicorns. I mean this is like, unicorns are badass. Sure. You know? That's true. Anyway, so yeah, I thought it'd be a good pack to pack of beers to pick up for summertime, and I can't resist a good mix pack. It's my jam. Oh, here we go with the jam again. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have um, do you have any corrections? I wouldn't say it's a correction. Are you going to do so what I sh- what I should have added? <sighs> No, that's okay. We don't need to do it this okay. time. No, it's not really correction. It's more just um just time like kind of uh I was thinking about how I kind of seemed a little not angry, but I was just like a, a little annoyed at you talking about me having smoked and gotten a little 
too uh, too high. <laughs> when you were upset that I hold the world? No, I wasn't upset. I sounded like I was, but I wasn't. It wasn't that. It was just I didn't want by you acknowledging it. It I didn't want to like become hyper focused on it. It wasn't because I was like, oh my god, I don't want anybody to know. It was just more like I'd rather like not have it seems you know out there because then i couldn't stop thinking about it the whole time oh yeah (laughs) okay sorry about that that's okay that's okay and then i was also feeling kind of bad because today i was listening to um that spiritually hungry podcast and uh they were talking about like how the power of words and it's really interesting. It's really good. It's not like you're going to hear it and be like, oh, I've never, I've never heard of it before. But it's just the way they talk about it. It's kind of like it's good, I think, to be reminded of the power that you have with the tongue, you know? Oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes I can have a bit of an acid tongue. And I was like, oh, really shitting on that comedian and thinking about it. And I didn't really have to add to his negativity that he was putting out there i could have just chosen not to share that and they were also talking about um socrates like the filter triad or something i'm sure you've heard it like when you're saying something and you're repeating something or talking about something like you have to ask yourself three questions is it true is it is it good and is it useful oh I I do like to read about stoicism, but mm-hmm. I've never actually heard of the filter triad. Mm-hmm. You say triad? Yeah, I believe that's that's how I would pronounce it. Maybe I'm not Probably. saying you're wrong. No, no, you it's can fine. Say it I was how just you thinking. I was thinking triad because I was thinking of triage and trilogy. Mm-hmm. So I just I see I see where you're coming from, right? But then I would rebut with like the triad. Like literally the Japanese, I don't, I don't crime families, the triad. Oh. Like that's a very common expression, the triad. But maybe that's like a, like an Anglo-cism of the proper word. Maybe, yeah, maybe triad. Triad comes from French, and we should be saying it like a French person. And um, all right then. So yeah. Anyways, that was that. Well, my but, uh, my additional. Whoa. Oh, okay. Is it a correction? No, it's an additional... Oh, well, I'm bringing up this additional thing that we glossed over last episode. So if you caught episode 13, Phil was repeating things that were making me kind of like nervous because I was afraid he was going to jinx it because he was like, oh, if we're not back in the next episode... We're still here. Nothing bad happened. He was freaking me out. And for all of that enjoyment, he was getting out of freaking me out. And I had been talking about um, sleep paralysis and head dreams. Oh, and no. So lo and behold, that evening. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you talk about Despite all my nervousness about it. stuff all day. Phil <laughs> ends up having this crazy nightmare. And all I know is all of a sudden I'm lying there and I hear him saying, no and i was like what is that and then it, it sounded more clear like no and you're like mm, mm, like shaking your head back and forth and so i immediately was 100 percent awake and i was like oh fuck he's having it <laughs> 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 
So I, I didn't wake you up. I let you, you stopped. And Why? You should have woken me because up. Because you started to simmer down and I didn't fully wake you up. I just gently rubbed your arm and I was like, you know, babe, babe, oh you're dreaming or whatever. But you were simmering down so you were fine. And then you didn't, you just mumbled something and you continued sleeping. I wasn't going to fully wake you up at that point because oh I didn't think God. that was a good idea. But this anyway. scary. Yeah. So I asked him the next morning thinking probably he wouldn't even remember what it was that he was dreaming about. Oh, I still remember. Well, why don't you share it? I was, uh, I was like camping, and I was outdoors, but I was like in a bunk bed, and I had a sleeping bag, and in my dream, I didn't know if anybody was in with me. I was just alone, and uh, my sleeping bag started getting pulled, kind of like when Memphis is like pulling... Mm-hmm. He, like if you have a sweater or something on a chair, he'll come and he'll start tugging gently at it and trying yeah. to get it down um, and then go harder and harder. Anyway, so uh, the sleeping bag was getting pulled gently at first, but then more persistently and it was getting pulled off of me. And I thought, oh my God, like there's a bear or something down there trying and I'm like, okay, well I'm elevated a little bit, but I was getting really freaked out. And, but I couldn't, I didn't sit up or anything. I was just lying there. And then all of a sudden there was like these little hands appeared like right up on the side of the bunk bed. And at first I thought they were like little raccoon hands because raccoons have little creepy human like hands. Mm -hmm. And then I realized it wasn't a raccoon hand. It was like a (laughs) tiny humanoid like hand. But for the moment that you thought it was the raccoon hands, were you kind of like, oh my God, that's so cool. No, I was scared. I was very scared. Oh. I I didn't think anything was cool. I thought the whole thing was horrifying. (laughs) I would be super impressed if raccoons are just trying to get at your No, that's creepy. Oh, man. I don't want anything. Civilized raccoons. You can get some very dangerous diseases from raccoons. Like if you. Well, I didn't think they want to sleep with you. They wanted the sleeping bag for themselves. Anyway, they were like little, like creepy child hands or something, some kind of humanoid hands that were that were trying to grab at me. Oh, oh, yeah. And it scared the crap out of me. And I was saying no, and I couldn't move and I couldn't do anything. And, and yeah, that's why I was saying no. And you should have saved me. Cause I maybe really you were scared. being visited by the um, black eyed children. And I'll let you look into that. Cause it's creepy. Yeah. Oh, and PSA, if you do have raccoons that are like pooping, in at your residence or whatever and you need to clean it <laughs> like up they're knocking on the door and they're like hey man can i use can i use the loo no but like uh, in your backyard or near your house or whatever and you need to clean up raccoon poop it's really important that you wear proper ppe and you wear gloves and wear a mask and stuff because there's i don't remember what it is but there's something really bad in raccoon poo and so you really well, want to any kind of no, but fecal matter from raccoon, rodents, you should probably not be. Raccoon poo specifically has something. Mm. I'll bring it up on the next episode, but it's important. So be careful. Rabies? I don't think you get rabies from Leptospirosis? poo. We, we shouldn't just hypothesize because we don't have the answer. Right. Yeah. But I think it's, a, it's part of an important vaccine that dogs get. Okay. I think. Maybe well, wrong. we'll see after I actually look it up. Yeah, um, so the whole dream thing, but we're coming back to the dreams. Okay. I don't, I don't really want to revisit the dream sequence. We can talk about other dreams. Yeah, well, no. Like, I just, I, me I, you don't often remember yours, and I've, like, a couple of dreams that I 
totally even years later still remember and two of them are like recurring dreams but two of them are just total random dreams that I just had and I can't forget them they were so weird and so so real like the one I had about you and me and we were in Greece and there was like I think we had a boat and we were like crawling, like climbing up the rocks from the shore. And like all of those buildings were there, like these white buildings. But it was basically just like the frames of the homes, like clay homes on the cliffside. But then there was like all this fire everywhere. And like it was like a volcano exploded or something. And we were like trying to get back on our on our boat. It was crazy. And then another time I was with Memphis in like a school and I had to like run an obstacle course basically and up these crazy huge high stairs to get away from this shooter. And I was like trying to warn people and it was so weird, but it was like those two things just like really stuck in my head. But, um, I used to get like, a. Um, well, I won't, I, well, I won't talk about the sleep paralysis dreams cause it's basic run in the mill stuff. Everybody kind of seems to say the same stuff about the person in the doorway or whatever. Anyway. Um, but I used to get a dream before I would puke and it was always the same dream every single time because it was always asleep. And then just at a specific moment in the dream, I would just like wake up and, and just barf. When I was little, like younger. Oh, I was going to ask if this was alcohol related or. No, 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 no. Nope. Uh-uh. Did you just knock on the table? Yeah. Knocked on wood. What? Why did you think you, you're going to jinx yourself and you're going to puke tonight? No, no, no. Just because I, I only. Like, I want to know. Like No, what? because it's not like a thing that usually happens to me. No, but why so did you knock on wood? Because I don't want to ever puke when I drink again. Oh. Okay. It hasn't ever like it. It's happened, but very, very late in life, and very, very rarely. But I used to have this really weird dream where I would be in this huge field, and like it was really nice, and there was a big tree, and I would go near the tree, and as soon as the tree, like I would sit there, and this trunk of the tree would start to twist. And when the trunk of the tree would start to twist, I would get sick. I would, like, wake up and be like, I'm going to barf. So do you think uh, dreams are just creations of your mind and are just don't really mean anything? Or do you think that they're spiritual in nature? Or do you believe that I you're... I think there's probably different purposes. I think part of it is your brain is trying to make sense of memories and things and I think also it could be like trying to deal with certain stress so maybe things that your consciousness is choosing to ignore when you're asleep things that you know deep down have a tendency to like come up and so it's trying it's like your subconscious is trying to tell you to pay attention to something um and also, I think probably like me with the sick thing, it was probably because my stomach was feeling awful and twisting. So that would be like the trunk of the tree, right? And tree right. is life. Like, you know what I mean? Like the tree of life, 
your life. And so you're like the trunk would twist and then I would get sick. And, and I, I do think, I know you probably don't believe that, but I do think sometimes you could get like messages, I guess, through your dreams, maybe through something Mm. that's trying to reach you. It's a nice thought. Yeah, it's a nice thought. Have you ever peed in a dream and peed in real life at the same time? I don't think so. I have. That I remember. I've only done that once, but that's the worst. (laughs) Because then you wake up and have to deal with reality. I know I almost peed in my sister's closet once. Oh. Because I thought I was in the bathroom. Was that a drinking? Yes, that was. (laughs) Not to be proud of, but I didn't. I looked up the raccoon thing, by the way. The raccoon? Oh, the poop thing? Yeah, so you were right about the leptospirosis. <gasps> Was I? Yeah, leptospirosis, but also uh-huh. um, raccoons have been recognized as the main host for an even more dangerous parasite called Bailisascaris procyonis. What? Uh, which is a disgusting roundworm that can oh. cause extremely serious disease conditions in humans. Oh, my God. That's awful. Uh, among other things, uh, they can you know you could also get other bacterial diseases like Salmonella and E. coli and rare parasites and things and whatever. Yeah, for so. sure. But uh, the main one is that crazy roundworm thing. So that's yeah. gross. So exercise caution and proper personal protective equipment, not just a cloth mask. Oh God! Oh geez, I noticed on the. Um I wonder if it's doing it tonight, but on the the day calendar frog on the ca- on the Google thing, mm-hmm. you know when you open up your phone, he was climbing and picking apples, and he was wearing a mask, so he's in an orchard all by himself, okay. wearing a mask. That that doesn't mean anything. No, it's- but what a weird thing! Oh my gosh! Okay. Okay, for a second I thought he was wearing a mask because now he's eating dinner on top of, like, the f- roof of a condominium or something, but it's actually, I think, his shirt. But for a second I thought it was his mask. I was like, how is he eating dinner if he's wearing a mask? I just thought it was weird. Like, you're outside and maybe it was just supposed to be a bandana. Okay. <sighs> anyway, uh, okay. just adding on to... Uh, the thing I wanted to add on from the last episode is that going back to B12. So make sure to take your B12. Here's your reminder. And turns out 95% of all B12 is supplementation is actually just given to uh, livestock. Cause yeah. they, have to, they have to supplement livestock's diet with B12 because they aren't getting that dirt and that fresh water and all that stuff. Just like we right. aren't. And so all of our, all of the uh, farmed animals of all types get B12 supplementation. And so they actually eat 95% of all B12 supplements. Well, that's why the argument of you need to eat animals to get all your thing is ridiculous because they're getting shot full of shit anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Plus everything comes down to the source, right? Like, um, even DHA and omega threes and all that stuff, you know, like people say you need to take fish oil or whatever for that, but fish get that from algae and we can get that from algae as well. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, B12 comes from bacteria. And so, yeah, we don't right. need, we don't need that. It doesn't come from plants or animals. Um, on that note, I should also mention that my vegan tip of the week is the egg replacement. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. So in baking, Familiar. and actually I'm, I'm curious what your favorite is of these three. I guess technically there's a fourth option, but um, for anyone that doesn't know, if you want to replace an egg in a recipe for baking, obviously not for scrambled eggs and stuff, but for a baking recipe, mm-hmm. um, like as a binding agent, like if you want to make waffles or a cake yeah, or something. Yeah, specifically as a binding agent. Because yeah. you, yeah. Um, you could use a flax egg, which is flaxseed meal. So you take one tablespoon of flaxseed uh, meal. It has to be ground flaxseed, not the just flax seeds by themselves. Yeah. Um, and two and a half tablespoons of water. And you can also do a tablespoon of chia seeds and two and a half tablespoons of water. And you just, uh, for however many eggs you need, you do that ratio and you just leave it in the water for a, a couple minutes. We mix it in the water. Ooh, whoa. You mix it and then you leave it in the water. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you don't just, Sorry, I just throw... <laughs> You don't throw water on it or whatever, but yeah, you mix it up and just leave it in a little bowl for a couple of minutes. And uh, the chia seeds get like, I like those, I like the chia seed one because the chia seeds get like all gooey, kind of like more of like the egg consistency. It makes mm. like that gooiness or whatever. Mm-hmm. Flaxseed also gets kind of gooey, but like in a different way. And then also for specifically for maybe dessert recipes, baking you can use applesauce. So you can use one quarter cup of applesauce per one egg. And if you need a lighter texture, because the applesauce will make it denser than the original recipe, you can add half a teaspoon of baking powder per egg as well. I don't understand how the applesauce would bind anything. Well, it's to provide wetness. So if you have a dessert recipe where you need the, you would normally need the egg for wetness and a little bit of binding then you could replace that with applesauce like for brownies that's like an ideal you could use a really ripe banana too then oh well i I didn't even find that one so yeah um there's also um you could use the aquafaba for like meringue that's the brine that chickpeas are in yeah i mean that's a cool tip but i want to keep it on replacing an egg so you're that well that is egg oh you but I thought you said for a meringue. What do you think meringue is, hun? You baked for a long time. Yeah, I know, but like that's the egg white. Oh, okay. I see. What, I see where you're going with this, but I mean, like you can use it in other things too, though. Yeah, in a place where you would use egg whites. Right. I, I just used meringue because it was the visual of. No, you're right. That is replacing an egg. It's just in a different context. Than yeah, but you I can had. also use it in recipes as well. Okay, so you, instead of white. a chia egg, you could. It depends. I think it depends what you're using it for because I don't know if it necessarily like, would. Could you um, use it in waffles? Probably. I don't okay. see why not. You can always test it out. And then the fourth option that I alluded to before, although now there's way more than four, uh, would be uh, just a store-bought egg replacer powder, which I believe is made from uh, tapioca stuff. 
tapioca starch yeah, maybe probably but um you could also use for certain things you can also use the really super soft uh tofu oh not as doing scrambled eggs because it's way too runny for that like it's way too soft yeah we're not talking about baking. scrambled eggs or no cooking no eggs. no but for baking for certain things or like non-bake like puddings and stuff like that okay so other flax egg chia egg and store-bought egg replacer or applesauce which one is your favorite um i've been doing a lot of the flax the last few times i've needed to do it um yeah i don't know i alternate between <laughs> chia and flax just the last few times i use flax just whatever you have on hand yeah, or sometimes if I need, like, two, I'll do one of each. I don't know. Oh, in the same recipe? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Just mix it up. Mm-hmm. Cool. You? I like the chia egg. I think that one is just the closest to the original. I like that for when I'm forming, um, like a, like, a patty of some kind or a ball of some kind. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to talk about dreams more? No. Oh. I mean, sure, for you, because you never really said whether or not you had, like, a dream that really stuck with you for a long time, like. Oh, like a recurring dream? Yeah. Um, no. What about, it? like, a, a daydream or, like, a vision? I have a lot of, like, daydreams about getting angry at stuff oh. but like i don't have like i don't think i i don't think what i'm thinking of is what you oh that's the wrong one i think you meant this one <laughs> i did oh whoops that was a technical technical she, difficulty she the wrong sound effect but yeah i don't know i don't i don't think the daydreams i have are the ones that you're like thinking of but no, I, I don't, I, I don't have recurring dreams and I actually haven't remembered my dreams in a long time. Like I remember when I was younger once, like really young in elementary school and I came home for lunch cause I used to go over lunch all the time and I was sitting, we had a bay window and I was waiting for uh, my lunch and I had what, what I remember is that I had a vision of my mom having a car accident now, whether or not I overheard something, because I believe there was an older girl that was in my school that came back home with me because I don't think my, my dad was there because I think he went to meet my mom at the hospital or something. So I definitely would have known something was up. But I remember kind of having that vision that something was really, really wrong and being really upset and, and so was she actually in a oh, car accident? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She definitely did have a car accident that day. It was really bad, too. Yeah, because then later I got home from school much, much, much later. Um, I ended up having to go to a friend of mine's. Actually, the girl that um, that I was telling you about that lives uh, near here, uh, one of my friends from from school when I was young, I went to her house. And I was, like, really self-conscious because I didn't really, like, know them really, really, really well, I guess. Or maybe I was just my typical self-conscious self. I don't know. 
but it wasn't like a, like a regular thing for me to go there. Maybe it was even the first time that I ever went to her house. But um, then eventually my dad came and picked me up and uh, told me on the way home, like, you can't, you have to be really careful. Like, you know, something happened to your mother and don't, you know, when you see her, don't like hurt her. Don't like jump on her or, you know, give her a hug or anything like that and explained it to me. Mm. So, but I don't, I couldn't for sure say whether or not I saw that or something I picked up on something and then that's how I remember knowing about it. And how old were you? I think I was in grade two. So that would have been 82. So I would have been like maybe 70. Oh my goodness. I think I was in grade two. Yeah. I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) As we'll discover with many points in my life. (laughs) Well, that's pretty young. I mean, I get born pretty soon. Yeah. You know, it was close. (laughs) I don't want to think about it that way. That just was really creepy. Yeah, it's always creepy when you go back far enough. Like all relationships, well, not all of them, but like most relationships, you know. (laughs) At some point in your life, it's weird if your relationship is more than one year apart and then... You know, like, yeah, I guess. And then at some point it's like, okay, if they're in another grade or if they're, yeah, whatever, that's true. And then like it starts expanding more and more and more yeah, as like you get if older. You're 14, or at least when I was younger, if you were 14 year old and you and were dating like, like a grade seven or, and you were dat- dating, no, you were dating like a 13 year old or a 12 oh. year old. If they were still in elementary school and they yeah. hadn't made the junior high jump yet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, for that shame. was weird. Yeah. I remember there was a guy in my um, uh, up where, where I used to go to my friend my friend's cabin um, in Terra Nova, and I thought he was so cute, and I had a huge crush on him, and we were like flirt and everything, and I mean like kids do or whatever, and okay. then so pulling they, each other's hair, they would like. No. Punching each other in the arm. No, no. We were just like, I don't know, we'd be at the video, the arcade that was up there. It was like a little crappy little arcade and like the, uh, you know, candy store or whatever it was, the general store up there. And like, you know, I like stand and watch and play video games. He would like bug me about how bad I was and yeah, tease me and call me names uh-huh. and stupid stuff. Like, you know, play each other's songs and cassette and all that stuff. But then... Then I used to get like raked over the coals, like hardcore razzing because he was like a year younger than me or a year and a half or something younger than me, something Mm. like that. Maybe just a year. But anyways, it was enough that it was like a big deal. But then years and years later, um, we ended up being at the same school because eventually that'll happen, right? Because you go to elementary, well, where I was, you went to elementary school and now to grade six. And then junior high was 7, 8, 9. And then high school was 10, 11, 12. So eventually we ended up at the same school years and years later. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, like I heard that he was in the same school and I had it in my head that he was still that person, you know? Okay. <laughs> and then when we actually had a class together, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's not what I remember at all. <laughs> like, that is not cool at all. You didn't age well? Not that you didn't age well. It was just, I had a totally, I mean, I was a different person too, right? Like it just wasn't what I had in my mind as, 
as cool anymore. I thought he was kind of a pill. My first girlfriend, I was in grade seven, and she was two grades ahead in grade nine. And wow, that's a, something. And from a different school. That is something. Yeah, it's pretty badass. And yeah, it was just like, she was like way, way advanced for me. Like I was still <laughs> on like just making when out. You ran stuff. out of the house crying. Touched me. Well, she actually, uh, she told me years later that she, like, we never did anything, like, under the shirt or whatever, because she just <laughs> thought that, like, I wasn't ready yet or whatever. But, like, she was totally, like, way past that, but I had no idea. Like, I thought we were just, like, on the same page or whatever. And, like, oh my God, so we just made out, we just made out a lot, and nothing ever happened more than that. Like, it was just making out. I didn't even really, I didn't even kiss anybody until I was in grade seven and I was forced to do it. I was terrified. I did not like that at all. Nope. I didn't like it. And not that I didn't like the person. I just didn't like all the pressure that was there. It was just awful. And I felt so bad because like, I just was like not enjoying it at all. Well, I had, I had the best first kiss ever. That's awesome. Yeah. It was with that girl that was two grades ahead maybe that's why she had all this experience but like i think we went to this park that i'd never been to and there was like a little river there with like a bridge going over the river Mm -hmm. and like we were sitting under the bridge and the water was there and then i think i don't remember what she said exactly but she was like oh like uh my name is ariel no (laughs) (laughs) no but she was like oh like uh do you want to kiss or whatever but like it was like no pressure and yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think if I remember correctly, we were at a party. Definitely there was people drinking. But we weren't drunk and we were up in the attic and someone turned off all the lights. So that was oh. kind of nice because I didn't have to deal with yeah. like the, in the dark. Um, yeah. And it was like super, super, like very, very G rated. Yeah. you're reminding me of seven in heaven oh seven minutes in heaven yeah but like when i played seven minutes in heaven i just went and sat in the closet for a a little while and i didn't do anything because i didn't this was like way before my first kiss and i didn't even know what i was you didn't even do like kiss on the cheek no i didn't do any i just sat in there and talked to her for a couple minutes until they let us out it was pretty lame (laughs) so really played a lot of those games i know i played that once for sure you gotta remember this is like well i mean you would know but this is before internet times yeah 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 and and, you know you didn't have exposure to i just i just meant that like like the i guess my group of different circles of friends that wasn't really something that uh we did i mean we were just out side all the time like riding around on our bikes mm-hmm. hanging out in front of a the store or hanging out at the park or hanging around a field and so there wasn't really any games like that people just oh. kind of went for it if they wanted to like make out it wasn't i only played yeah. seven in heaven once and i only played spin the bottle ever once so it's not like it was a regular thing but i definitely did it at some point i don't even think i don't even know if i ever played spin the bottle i don't think i did 
That's really weird now that I think about it. Skin the bottle. Uh, spin the bottle. Skin the bottle. Spin the bottle is definitely not a COVID-19 friendly no. game. Huh. That's so funny. Nor is seven in heaven. Seven minutes in heaven. Not seven in heaven. That sounds like some kind of crazy. <laughs> I won't get into the <laughs> Drinking religious. the Kool-Aid? Yeah. Going up together? Um, anyway. Yeah, it's just it has it has a better ring that way, you know? <laughs> anyway. So. <laughs> that would have been good cricket cricket timing. Oh, uh, yeah, I got to get better. you can't do it after. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, we're going to keep this one short. Yeah. Yeah, this is just kind of like a... You gotta, you gotta get back to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's a long weekend though for everybody right now. Currently, I don't think by the time you're gonna hear this, it's a long weekend. But yeah, right now it's Labor Day. It's Labor Day. But I'm working, so that's right. But I'm not bring on call, in, so at least there's home that. the tempe. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a song? I do. It's um. It actually reminds me of you because you listen to this so much on repeat, and I had really liked it when I first heard it. Uh-huh. But Jesus, and by the at one point time. I was like, "Oh my God, give it up already, buddy! What are you trying to tell me here?" But um, I actually really like it now. Listening to it, it makes me really happy. It's very dancey, so we're gonna have to have a dancey poopers playlist. I at thought some our point. playlist already was pretty dancey. No, that's ha- ha- happy can be happy without like cr- this is like dancey, like techno. Yeah, okay. All right. So it's City of Dreams. Um the Dirty South, Alesso and Ruben Hayes. I believe it's the original mix. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I actually have uh like a techno-y song as well. Oh. Yeah, because I was listening to you playing all that dance music earlier. Oh, getting on my, my memory. coattails. All right, all right. Yeah, and um, this artist, Overwork, I originally heard his album, The Nth, in 2011. Awesome album. Unfortunately, it's not on Spotify. Oh. So, yeah, so his first album, and it's The, N- the Nth, like uh, capital N. Th yeah, like the nth degree. Yeah, the nth degree. It's just I, you know, I I didn't think I'd be able to say it properly and have it translate. You're saying like the nth. Yeah, the. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so, yeah, his uh, his, it was only like six tracks or something, but I remember when I heard it, I was just blown away. Like it's really, like technically, tight. Like really awesome techno. How are you gonna put this on a playlist if it's not on Spotify? No, I'm not. I'm not pulling a song from that album. I'm oh, just saying, okay. I'm 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 putting one of his newer songs, uh, which is called "Phase" by Overwork, and Overwork is spelled with an E. Overwork, mm-hmm. and uh, he's actually a dude, a uh, music producer from Toronto. And uh, yeah, I was just really impressed with his music. It's always been like really technically strong. Um. And I, I really like the way that he, the songs like build up and then kind of crash and he's got r- really good drops, but um, his newer stuff, a lot of it is like in collaboration with people and there's like lyrics and 
you know, singing and stuff and whatever samples and whatever. And I'm not as into that. So mm-hmm. the song I picked is just a, like a pure overwork song. Uh, no singing, but it's got a good beat. And uh, yeah, you should check them out. It's good to rep, you know, Canadian artists, right? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, overwork phase is the song. And that noise I was making the last time, I said it was like the monkey noise from the drum. Uh-huh. It's from the Beastie Boys song. Well, they have a couple of songs. They have uh, 20 questions, but it was Lighten Up was the song I was thinking of that had it. And it's the, my God, what is that drum called? Um, qu- uh, Steel drum? No, 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 no. What do you, what do you mean? It's a drum. Um, if- Quaker? <laughs> A Kuwaka drum? Kuwaka drum. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's the one that does that monkey kind of noise. I was listening. I heard you play that song earlier. I had no idea what that sound was. It's a drum. Whenever you hear that sound, it's a drum. Is and there's even, like a little hole in the middle of the drum, and they also they put their hand underneath the drum. Is it even a percussion instrument? Yeah, it's a Brazilian one. Okay. All right, cool. I will I will play for you after. I need to see a YouTube video of this drum in action. I, I think. will get it for you. No All problem. All right, cool. Anyway, the whole point of mentioning that album, the end is that, you know, because it's not on Spotify, so if people hear this song, Phase, they're like, oh, that sounds really tight. If, if that strikes you at all, then you can go see uh, on YouTube. They have the whole album. Uh, Overwork has his entire album, the end, on YouTube music. So Cool. You'll watch it for free on there instead or whatever. So cool, I don't know. Cool, cool, I don't cool. know why it's not on Spotify. Um, so that's it. That's it for this one. Yeah. Hope everybody's doing good. We need to watch some more Letter Kenny. Yeah, we're just cruising through yeah. Letter Kenny right now. It's super funny. And I really like this whole season six, how they've like integrated the whole Quebec versus Ontario thing, like French versus English rivalries, because like that was my life growing up, you know, just uh, some people have, you know, racial ish like racial gangs or groups or whatever in their schools growing up or, you know, whatever. And for me, it was mostly like, yeah, there was like people that would pick on you within your own school, but mostly it was French versus English. And that was like the main jam. <laughs> Oh, I I keep saying jam, but that's you know what saying jam is my jam. Like oh I'm I'm just gonna embrace it. But that was okay. it. Like they would wait for us outside of school, oh my God. chase us and throw snowballs at us and stuff. And they outnumbered us like five to five to one. It was uh, you had to fight back. It was tough. Well, at one point, like the uh, the French high school had like two thousand kids, and the English high school had four hundred kids. Wow. And um. The French guys found out that some of the English dudes were dating French girls and it was, it ended up being huge. Then what happened was the French guys were going to come over to the English school at lunchtime (laughs) to fight and, uh, you know, word spread like wildfire. What grade was this? I think I was like in grade nine and I think it was like grade 10 or 11 that was going to fight. Hormones just cruising around your body, making you like. Yeah. So, anyway, so word spread, and then the French high school kids uh, knew that there was going to be a fight at the English high school. So then there was this literally a parade of kids 
going from the French high school to the English high school. Oh, my God. It was like a 20-minute walk or something, but there was like a parade of kids going all the way down the sidewalk or whatever. They came all the way to the English high school. Then um, they had to call the cops, but we're in a small town. So not only did they have to call the cops, they called the fire department. Oh, my Lord. The news came. There Get was out like, of here. Yeah, the news showed up. The local news showed up. <laughs> That's like the highlight of the week, They right? had to bring in all those. just in. There were like. Teenage <laughs> angst takes over Anglophone school. <laughs> Too much. But there was like random municipal employees as well. Like, because they, they were just like, there's way too many kids here. Like, there was hundreds and hundreds of kids, right? And they, yeah. and it was like going to turn into a Royal Rumble or an, <laughs> or an Rumble Royale, depending on which side you were on. And, uh, yeah. So they just, they literally just called everybody. And then it was just like they canceled school for the rest of the day and told everybody to go home. Like, oh, yeah. That's smart. Send everybody out to where there's a bunch of kids waiting to beat the shit out of them. I think bravo. I think <laughs> that's fucking the important thing was I think they at, didn't want best. they wanted to not have it happen on school property oh maybe or whatever so they just they sent everybody home it was crazy like I I wasn't part of it and I just remember like walking away from school and seeing all this commotion happening and being like this is crazy like so yeah that's oh boy how I grew up yeah tough breaks yeah but anyway, it is what it is. So all the um, the French versus English stuff on Letterkenny is is it warms my heart because <laughs> even though they have rivalries and stuff, like they'll either fight and get it over with or or you know, puff out their chests or whatever, right. but then they'll have a beer or whatever and they can make up and become friends and move on and it's like a real it's almost like uh, Romeo and Juliet, like uh, bridging. Oh, the um, bridging the families, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Romeo and Juliet, they didn't actually end up bridging the families, sort of. Like they ended up dying, and then I don't even know if the families resolved their differences after that. But I mean, it would be pretty silly to keep fighting after Romeo and Juliet both died. But right, you know what I mean. But anyway, yeah, it's. It warms my heart, and I like to see it, and it's actually really funny and witty, so I'm really enjoying it. I'm just thinking, because in the history of man, countries and families don't carry on feuds forever after other people have passed on both sides. Like, that just doesn't happen. People don't harbor grudges. What? Well, <laughs> is that sarcasm? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because there's still definitely... Montagues and Capulets. Sorry. Yeah. That would have driven me nuts all night if I didn't remember that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking something in Juggernauts. Nope, oh, that's not right. No. Maybe in a different... Uh, <laughs> like some kind maybe of in some space. anime. Yeah. Something taking in space. Maybe we space should write uh, you know, our own spin on sure. Romeo and Juliet, but it'll be uh, sure. something else. All right. That sounds like a, another hobby we could do. Okay, cool. Cool. I like it. It can be like the My Dad Wrote a Porno. Oh. Serious, but that, it'll be. Oh, if you guys haven't heard that, that podcast is awesome. It's amazing. It's so good. It's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. It's awesome. I believe they're British. They're from the I UK. I think so. The UK somewhere, I think. And uh, yeah, this guy finds out that his dad <laughs> wrote a pornographic novel. Yeah. 
like a romantic pornographic yeah. novel? I used to listen to it while I was making dinner and it was it cracked me up every every time. Okay, but like just think about like You don't listen to it in front of children. Think about like almost the British version of me older saying like and then I removed her blouse and then uh you know was you do the, There like, were three buttons <laughs> that were holding the shirt. It was the other two asking questions about the situation or whatever. They just crack me up. Yeah, his anyway, co-hosts we'll are hilarious. It away. Yeah. It's amazing. It's so funny. You got to go listen yeah. to it. For comedic relief. Go check yeah. it out. 99.